Welcome back to the Culture of Safety podcast. What's going on, Matt? I'm good, Joe. How are you? You know, it's a beautiful day. We're at the end of the year, kind of just going over, you know, looking at the past year that we've had, some of the uh, challenges that we've had. We have a lot of growth. We've had a lot of a lot of podcast episodes. So, you know, this whole year, it's been it's been good, man. We've been doing really well. We had a little trouble here recently, but for the most part, we, we put a lot of podcasts out. We're getting a little bit of a fan base and that's good. Yeah, I like it. I feel like uh, we're still not I don't think we're still real good at podcasting, but I think we've definitely improved our show over the year and we're going to keep continuing to try to make it better as we go on, add more stuff. Be more interactive, maybe get some video next year, some stuff like that. Yeah, definitely get some video put on YouTube so people can have diff- multiple ways of getting in and and listening to the podcast and getting more of the content that they want, which is good. Yeah. So speaking of developing and getting better and bettering yourself. Yeah. You know, we had one of our, our previous guests, Mr. John McCann. He was out here talking about, you know, education versus experience and his experience and and how how he views all that and how it affects people in the workplace. and. And pretty much that Joe was wrong. And pretty much that I was pretty much right. If you remember, he did have the, the Columbia Southern shirt on, which was amazing. It was the greatest thing that ever happened to me, even better than my child being born. <laughs> anyway, um, he's back in the studio. If you guys remember in our last episode that he actually got a CSP and a lot of people have been asking him and us like, hey, what is your you know tactics on getting through the ASP and the CSP? And we figured, hey, John's got both, you know, within a year, he's gotten both of them. So. Everybody, welcome back, John McCann. John? Yeah, happy to be here. So it was uh, education versus experience. That was our initial episode that, that you yeah, were on. That was, uh, it was, uh, I think it was a sequel to. Oh, yeah, it yeah, was the it second was a, one. It was the follow-up, yeah. The first one was just me and Joe, and then the second one we brought you in. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be back. Glad to help uh, all your, your, your fan club, your fan base, and all your listeners. Our little fan club. Probably <laughs> utilize and... Uh, help uh you know figure out their path to to whatever their goals are as far as safety certification well i think you're in a really unique situation because i don't know anybody else has gotten asp and csp within one year you know anybody that did both in one year mm, i feel no. like usually get separated usually a little yeah, bit. I, yeah. I wait, i'm i'm waiting i usually just like you know what i'm gonna give it some time because then i'm well I'm normally gonna... you take the asp because you don't meet the requirements for csp yet but in your situation, it just happened that you took the ASP, then hit the requirements for CSP shortly after that. And then you just said, you went ahead and said, or you can talk about that a little bit, but I'm guessing you just went ahead and said, you know what? I, I'm ready to go. Let's just do it. Yeah, <clears throat> correct. So when I was in uh, junior college, <clears throat> back then, the board of certified safety professionals, so you people listening that, that may not know, ASP is Associate Safety Professional, CSP Certified Safety Professional, both uh, tenured through <clears throat> the Board of Certified Safety Professionals. So back then in 2013, 14, 15, the BCSP uh, said that you could you could sit for your CSP if you had a degree from a two-year college, but the discipline had to be in safety. So you could sit for your CSP back then as long as your two-year degree, your associate's degree, was in the discipline of safety. So mine was in industrial health and safety at Taft College, so I could have sat for it then. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about as far as like monetary values later probably, but they're, they're expensive. So it, yeah. it's hard to afford unless you're working for an employer that's going to reimburse you, uh, which is, is a great perk of being a member of ASSP. Yeah. 
you know, so they'll reimburse you that cost if you successfully passed um, the exam. So, uh, so back then you could sit for the CSP as long as your your associate's degree was in any type of uh, um, safety discipline. Um, I dropped the ball on that, so I had to wait. And then in the interim, the Board of Certified Safety Professionals, although the ASP was never marketed as a standalone certification, mm -hmm. it was always just a bridge to your CSP. Yeah. Now it's marketed as a standalone certification. And then the CSP was an entirely different entity that came up with the SMS and then the, yeah. the GSP. And yep. so they've evolved over the years as well, too. Um, a bunch of transitional ones. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a um, very great uh, marketing um, avenue that they took with those those certifications. Um, I won't even get into the GSP. I, I might share my thoughts on that later. But Careful. Joe has one. That's fine. I'm good. <laughs> it's it's uh, no, no offense, but it's a. Uh, it's just like a designation. I tell people it just shows that the school that you went to meets the requirements. That's that's all it is. It's not like I I worked for it. I mean, I, I feel like. Oh, degree. so you're saying education, you didn't work for it? Well, no, I did work for the education, <laughs> but I didn't work for the GSP. You know, if if I were to go to a, an employer and I would say, okay, well, I got a master's degree and I got a GSP, I would push the master's degree way harder. But one of the things that I, get, I had in a couple of interviews, they're like, oh, so what school is this? And then they're like, oh, well, I've never heard of Southern Columbia University. Or it must not Southern, be safety professionals. Columbia, Columbia Southern University. I apologize. Um, well, what's up with that? And that's why having that GSP is so important is that it validates the, the, the degree that I have. So before then, it's just like, okay, well, we're accredited. Cool. But now it's recognized by other entities. So it just gives it more weight. The GSP by itself, I don't feel like it's, like I said, I don't feel like it's like an achievement. I just feel like it validates my my degree in a way that I can use and say hey, it wasn't oh, just look. some online school that nobody's ever yeah, heard well, of. Yeah, that. and that's and that's the like, we talked about that during that that episode was that a lot of people would feel like oh it's internet school oh it must be easy I'm like dude the people that I know are going through it right now they're struggling it's hard it's not easy it's a lot more difficult I mean and once you get to the higher level once you stop going to like a uh, baby school and you get into like the the actual like bachelor dude I'll put you in stuff, my math class right now and you'll struggle. Two pages for one problem. Forty-five I've seen, minutes. To I've, figure seen out one thing. I've seen your homework. I've seen your homework. It's did not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. <clears throat> but yeah, I think that you, like I, I would agree that the GSP by itself, I feel it wouldn't be. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, well, you have a GSP. Oh, wow, that's good. Like I'd be like, okay, you have a GSP. So the school that you went to was good, versus an ASP and a CSP. That's like actual knowledge you had to study for, rather than just, oh well, it's kind of like a bonus. Kind of like, you know, get your... You bring up a good point there because that's um, that's probably not something that's at the forefront of people's attention when they think about the GSP. Yeah. Is that the criteria that that school or the, that that um, that institute has to meet in order to to, to validate that, that, that certification mm -hmm. or, or what, what did you call it? It's a credential. Credential. Uh, yeah, certification. Yeah. Like because, I mean, at the end of the day, and this is something that we have to talk about when we're talking about these these certifications and these these accolades that people are going after is what does that translate to to other people? Because if there's no value there, if there's no value to your employer or your peers, then then why, why are we even right. going after it, you know? Um, so with the GSP, you know, most people, when you look at that, you know, it's okay. Your guy went to school. He's got a bachelor's degree. That's pretty much what that what that means. You don't have to test for it. You just exchange a monetary value with the board of certified safety professionals. They they they're it's, they're doing it's, an excellent job of capturing free. monetary values. So. It's free. 
Oh, is it's it? free. The GSP is free. <laughs> the GSP is free. You just have to qualify you by you have to participating. Say, hey, I graduated from the school. They go, yeah. And did provide, you graduate? Yeah. Provide okay, documentation or something. Free. Oh, that's crazy. But and I will give this pay for it. And I will give you this disclosure. You have to pay the annual fee. Oh, you do. It does have an annual fee. They have an annual upkeep fee for it. Don't get me wrong. I so was, it's not free. I was no, it is free. That you get it. Is, yeah, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you're not paying free for like so the much is that you have to actually pay the application fee to get it. Nothing. Okay. I literally was like, hey, I got this now. Okay, here you go, free designation. And I'm like, cool. But that's for me again. It's it's that transitional because people are like, well, what's a GSP? This validates that. That's all I use it as. It's not like, oh, I got a GSP. Yeah, look at me. Just when people ask me, okay, well, where'd you go to school? Like, well, oh, what's up with that school? Well, the BCSP has done an audit and they have to follow this strict criteria for them to meet this criteria. That's why I have the GSP. It's more of like, again, a transitional to explain my my credentials rather than like, oh, yeah, you know, I got GSP. It's well, free. Well, it's on, free to get. But on you the have BSP to for finding a way to capture... <laughs> Capture capture more more money from folks. I mean, yes, that's, sir. That's uh, so okay. So the, the the difference between that when 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 you know the listeners are 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 thinking about maybe going after something like this is any of the other certifications, as far as I know of, um, you have to apply with them, okay, and then they look at your experience based off a, a point system of your experience and how much of uh, a percentage of your job correlates to safety duties mm -hmm. and they'll they'll either give you a thumbs up or thumbs down and say yeah go ahead or or no you know you need to meet these other certain criteria before you can uh sit for the exam so you have that and that's a that's a cost right there it's almost it's is that the application fee yeah yeah so the application fee is is just as much as the testing fee from what i understand most of the the monies that you pay for your testing fee are actually going to the the pearson testing center yes so you pay for uh, your application fee. The Board of Certified Safety Professionals gives you a, a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And then you're allowed to um, schedule a test date at a Pearson Testing Center once you pay the test fee. Yeah. And what so, do they check, Joe? 30% of applications or something like that? Yeah, it's not a it's not a lot. I'm not saying not to, be, to yeah, lie. It's, it's not a saying, lot, but they it's check like 30% like of, of all the applications. They do a follow-up and make sure that, you know, you know, you have the, the auditing system. I can't comment on that yeah it's on their it's on their website it's on their website no it's on their website okay. they, they 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 talk about it okay yeah, yeah I, I mean i probably didn't read all the fine print on the website but I, no most of it you'd have to like look look yeah. into pretty deeply to, to find all that stuff yeah so that's that, that's news to me but i i think uh yeah so um for any listeners that are are, are gonna attempt to get this i mean be prepared to pay out of pocket unless yeah. unless your employer is gonna reimburse you or you, you have that um that payment lined up through some other entity like, um, you know, uh, the American Society of Safety Professionals, and, and they know you're going to take it. And um, I believe, actually, the Bakersfield chapter is one of the only chapters that actually reimburse it. Yeah, oh, really? very, from my understanding, very few yeah. actually huh. have the funds to do that. That's good. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. which is going to take a shout out to them. You're, you're a veteran, so which I which I am. So I got uh, so they'll waive your application fee. Yes. So if you're uh, at least they uh, do that. At least they're doing something for somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a cool you know thing for them to do. You know to to recognize veterans and service of the country. So they'll they'll waive your your application fee if you're a veteran. So you're looking at paying the um, the testing fee, and then right after that, um, they'll prorate that year, um, and then. Uh, you're you, you, 
get, expect another bill in the mail once you get your certificate because yeah, you're I getting charged that annual upkeep fee that Joe was talking yeah. about. So once GSP. you get your certificate, you're you're paying for the application. Mm-hmm. That's your veteran. You're paying for the application. You're paying for the year prorated that you wait, tested. You pay for the application. You pay for the test. Oh, you pay for the test. You pay for the then test. Then you pay for the certification oh. also. So there's three things you got to pay for. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then you pay for the certification every year after and, that. No, yeah. no, no. And then you get another. So let's say January 1st. Yeah. I apply. That's a fee. It's all it's on their website. You guys can look at the fees and how what their structure looks like. You pay your initial, hey, look at my paperwork fee. Yeah. Boom. Okay, you're good. Now I gotta pay the Pearson View test. The testing. So cost. that's like that's like double, almost triple sometimes the the actual base um auditing fee. Then as soon as you you pass. Congratulations, you passed. You owe us another 50 to 100 bucks, whatever it is. Which the is the prorated fee for the rest of the, the year. For the rest of the year. And then the next year, every year then, after that, you No. What? Then December or November, December, they, hey, just to let you know, you owe us a certain amount of money on January 1st to the 10th. And if you're late, you owe us 10, 15% more. It's just so like you, the DMV. You it, pay for the whole year ahead of time. Just like he said, just like the DMV, if you do not pay on time, it goes up. And pretty substantially too. It's not like a small. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's not like, like one fifty to like two fifty. Yeah, it's it's pretty. <laughs> and dang, and I'll, I'll be honest steep. with you again. And I I love the BSP. I love the things that they BCSP. do. But this is BCSP. The only thing that I hate is this system, because uh, I don't know if they know this, but this is like the worst time of the year for financials. You spend all this money on Christmas, and hey, now I got to dump six hundred bucks. So it doesn't matter when you tested. It's always calendar year. It's calendar yeah. year. So, so you passed in March. Prorated. Yeah, and then you got to pay annually. You got to pay annually. So every if that single date, year. like Joe was saying, it, if that date comes a month after you just paid your prorated fee, mm-hmm. that fee's still coming. Yeah. So and one of the oh, go ahead. No, and I'm saying the worst, the worst part about it is again, if you don't have an employer that will reimburse you for yeah. that annual fee, it it hurts. Trust me, I know it hurts. Yeah. And then you add multiple, and that again, we talked about this several episodes ago. What you add say? multiple certifications. Mm-hmm. It stacks. Like the like, president oh, or whatever you, she is. Yeah, we're not gonna give you like a package deal. Like, hey, we're gonna make it cheaper. <laughs> Buy one get one. Not <laughs> half I, off, I, dude. I would get half off. <laughs> Buy one get one. Whatever. Give me something. I'm not. I yeah. have to pay for every single certification. So the CSP, ASP, CHST, whatever you have, it stacks up. And so that's why I know that that's a question a lot of people do. A lot of people just drop at least drop the ASP because that's considered your quote unquote fundamentals, and your CSP is a higher level versus like a CHST that's kind of a yeah. separate separate entity so something like that you would have to keep so that's why yeah that's why i brought that up so that you know people that are listening and and this is a a topic that they they click on and want to listen to the podcast about that they have to be aware of that that's that's coming that's something that you want to prepare for that was a surprise for me you don't want it to be a surprise was it it was a surprise like honestly i was like oh yeah i passed oh just so you know you owe us 50 bucks i'm like for what i passed i gave you my first money i gave you my second money and i said that prorated i didn't know about that I didn't know about the annuals, but I didn't realize that it was like the DMV where if you didn't pay within the, like the 10 days specifically, like at the beginning of the year, it goes up like a lot. And I was like, wait, what? And so believe it or not, uh, I hate to admit this, but my CHST for the majority of the year was, was invalid. I didn't, I didn't pay for it. I was like, I'm not gonna pay for that. Let it lapse. Right. I, so- I earned it. And people ask me like, yeah, it's suspended. Cause I didn't pay the $400 fee. It was like 450 bucks, 450 bucks. So I just like, I'll just let it lapse and I'll just, pay it whenever I get a chance. So like we're in like October, I, I re-upped it, but still that's a good, 50 so bucks. That's a good point. I mean, and that's, that's, that's a very good, that's a, a very good thing to share with the, the, you know, your listeners that, that might have, um, you know, goals of getting these, 
because if you're not in a position to financially carry that 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 certification then yeah it's it's going to be invalid so now they have those digital badges mm -hmm. people can actually you can hyperlink it they can click on yeah. it, an email signature whatever mm -hmm. and they can go see if it's active or not and um they will go out of their way to to to, to um discredit you if if you haven't paid those fees and say yeah, hey and no, that's fine that's not, not me active. hey you know i'll tell people like well look i passed the test i have the knowledge it's not like what i didn't pay 200 bucks so now forgot? my knowledge is invalid like doesn't make sense that's yeah. why just people yeah it's invalid because i didn't pay it i'll just well, be up front it's, it's a good thing to bring up to get people that want to yeah. get these certifications they so they're, they're prepared for that and they know what's coming because yeah, it was certainly a surprise for me they didn't yeah. tell me all that stuff so that's, brand, that's definitely one of the um one of the criteria there that that you know i would i would definitely talk to people about um with those certifications and the, the only reason i didn't i had to to prolong mine is because of that shift in the dynamics when BCSP made this new rule about now you have to have a bachelor's degree uh, to sit for the CSP. So um, I started uh, employment and uh, I was had already paid the the testing fee or um, I paid my application fee for the ASP mm -hmm. and then I didn't pay the testing fee because I didn't feel as though I was ready. So okay. uh, what I did was I paid. So that's there's another. Please tell fee. me you didn't pay for an I, extension. I paid the hundred dollars for an extension. Oh God! Because I wasn't ready. I didn't feel as though I was prepared, and I right. I wasn't willing to go sit. I don't have three hundred fifty dollars to just go on uh, yeah, and burn it. Yeah, you know, throw on a dice throw at Vegas, let alone um, you know a shot in the dark on this test, right? So um, I literally took a term off of school at Columbia Southern. Um, and and crammed and studied hardcore for the ASP, and um, I did pay the extension, and then um, I set the date. I I sat for it, tested, passed, and uh, during that, uh, I went back to school after the next term started up at Columbia Southern, um, and then I I finished out my bachelor's degree, which I needed to sit for the CSP. So right. that's the only reason why this was in such a short condensed time period. It wasn't like I was trying to set a bar or, you know, anything like that. It was just, that's just trying to show, yeah. show it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the way things, things, things happen. So uh, as soon as I got the, um, the bachelor's degree, I went ahead and, and um, luckily enough, I worked for an employer that, that, that reimbursed and, and helped me go um, get that CSP. And uh, I went, for that and i did not do any i mean i finished my bachelor's degree so you know that freed up some mental capacity there, right you know um i had some space to rent in my head around you know doing some studying for that but i only used so because i was familiar with the asp and how that went and what the the style of questions were pretty long intimidating exam um, you got a lot on the line there, you know, you're sweating when you're taking it. And then there's all this anticipation built up when you get the pass or fail mm -hmm. notification at the end. Um, I didn't want to put myself through that emotional roller coaster with the CSP. I just really didn't. I was like, okay, I'm just going to shoot my shot. It is what it is. Yeah. And then, um, I did it and, and I passed. So, um, you know, I was elated, obviously, of course, but, but uh, yeah, that's the reason that um, all this was in such a short time period is because of the the new requirements that BCSP implemented over yeah. a period of few years. Well, to, to tie back in what we were talking about before, that's the whole point of the GSP was that the 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 education that you're receiving is supposed to be equivalent 
quote unquote equivalent to the XP. And so that their idea is that if you go and you get your degree through these schools that are accredited through the, the QAP qualified academic programs that you do qualify to take the CSP. So even if you don't have, even if you do get your bachelor's degree, that doesn't always just get, okay, well, you know, you can still go for it. Getting that GSP allows you to have that idea. Like, Oh, there, the things that I'm going through relate to the the certifications within the BCSP. So that's what the whole idea was that, Grand we get it, Joe. The GSP is important to you. We well, get it's it. not. It's not. It's not important <laughs> to me. It's just that they're saying is that it your yeah. your, your no, academic I, I, program I is intended to guide you with yeah. the knowledge to be able to pass the CSP. Yeah, they're yeah. You're you're preparing to pass preparing, the ultimate and test again. And I don't know. If, I felt like when I was taking my ASP, even with my CHST, a lot of the classes that I were taking were directly related. I was like, oh, I remember this in my, this like toxicology class or this class or this class. Did you feel like uh, Columbia Southern set you up somewhat for the test? I, I don't want to, so I don't want to make it sound like I'm bad mouthing Columbia Southern. No. And I would say that like my, my bachelor's degree is a business management that's right, degree. That's right. Oh, that's it wasn't right. in, in that organizational one. leadership with a focus in the organizational leadership. So it, it literally okay. had Absolutely nothing That's to right. do with um, the safety, the the exam. Yeah, so it's not going to set you up for the Big exam because it wasn't at supposed all to whatsoever. No, but um, <clears throat> you know, I'm sure we're going to talk about study material too. That's and what I wanted yeah. to get to next. I'm, so, and you know, I'll let you guys ask your questions, uh, but I can tell you right now that uh, because of the fact that BSP has made themselves this 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 powerhouse, right? Whoa, whoa. I like that. I better not have a negative connotation behind it. No, I think, I, I believe that during this podcast, we use the quote unquote gold standard. Mm -hmm. BCSP is the gold standard. <laughs> of certification. So they are, right? They're, yeah. they're a powerhouse when it comes to recognized credentials in the safety yes, world. for yeah. sure. Uh, so that's another thing that, that um, people chasing these certifications will have to understand too, is that if you do not plan a, uh, a long tenureship in the safety field, this is... Not something that yeah. you need to go after because you talk to anybody that is outside of the realm of safety and they have no idea. They won't even know what you're talking they about. They have no yeah, idea. Like, What's that? Yeah. No idea whatsoever. So it doesn't equate to much to them. So you have to keep that in mind too. If you're, if you're not wanting to pigeonhole yourself into a safety career, um, don't even waste the time or effort. That would be my advice. But if you are in the safety field and you are a safety professional, everybody that's a safety professional yeah, knows it's, it's only the CSP yeah. is like the ultimate certification. I believe it's the ultimate certification. Yeah. As well, a I mean, within the actual safety realm, I mean, as there's, a safety there's, professional, there's higher stuff. I mean, there's, you know, the, the industrial hygienist that's, I, I feel mean, like that's completely different though. Then you're doing IH. You're not, you're not a, it's a, it's not completely different. It's related. Of course, I mean, it's related, but, it, but I mean, it's a completely different type yeah, of certification. Of course. hundred percent. But I mean, if you put like a CSP versus an IH, I mean, you think you're, you'd probably go to the IH person. I would not always though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it depends probably on depends on the person and stuff like that. But yeah, well, I mean, I would I, say for sure. I mean, I know a lot of companies. If you don't have a CSP, I remember I had my ASP and I was in an interview and she was like, "What? What's an ASP?" I'm like, "Like, first of all, you required a CSP. Like, how do you not know what an ASP?" But then again, she wasn't in safety; she yeah. didn't know. So I was like, "Well, it's just a step below. It's considered the fundamental. So it says that I have a basic knowledge." of like a huge amount of safety i'm not you know a certified safety professional I haven't met the ex quote unquote and i'll we'll, we'll get into this maybe a little bit later but the experience as they say the experience side that's what i guess what my explanation was told is that this asp is you know safety csp is like okay you know how to use practical safety like you have the actual experience of using these fundamentals in real life type of thing 
so I wanted to go to when I was looking into, uh, you know, sort of getting certified in the past. I never even looked at a lot of the fees that you guys that you guys talked about in the beginning because I didn't even well, know yeah, about I'm them. Sure, back when you looked at them, they were like five bucks each. No, but I didn't even know <laughs> like uh, that. I was looking at like the the testing fees, and I was like, okay, a couple hundred bucks. That's like not crazy. But what I was looking at that I thought was more expensive is everybody be like, oh, take a span class. Okay, well, there's another yeah, $800. Yeah, that's where it gets expensive. Or take this class. That's another six or $700. Yeah. And that's where I was like, okay, now this, this certificate well, I think the went from costing me two to a thousand. So like two fifty three, three hundred bucks. It still, it still costs a lot but, of money. And that's just the book. So like that's if, just you, the books. if you want to go to a program, you got to research um, where the next one's at. Exactly. So when I did it, Travel. the closest one to us was Vegas. Yep. Right. So then you're looking at, okay. Time off of work, you got to put yourself up in Vegas for this three day uh, program. So you're looking at twenty five hundred three grand. Exactly. Right off the top. That's what but scared the, me more monetarily than yeah, the testing fees. Yeah. Well, the the good thing and the way that people can legitimize that expense is the span network guarantees that you'll pass that exam or they'll reimburse you. And yeah. you get to go to Vegas. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> well, it's not. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so did you use span? No. No, I didn't use Span. So I used, um, so if we're, if we're moving on to study material, start with study material. Yeah. yeah so, it, um, <laughs> this is a great one because there's so many, there's so many people out there trying to cater to because of the fact that, um, the BCSP certifications are the standard, the gold standard, right? Um, they, they've reached that pinnacle of, of being recognized nationally, internationally, um, you know, you'll have these other entities try to market these these study materials like Span. Mm -hmm. So they they monetize it and they want to make a dollar off of it. Everything that I use as far as study material, I might have probably referenced that in my mind two or three questions on both the ASP and the CSP. Did you use the same study material for both or you did different no, things? So for the ASP, I used, um, you know how they have uh, all those those published books for dummies? Words oh, yeah. for dummies. Yep. Microsoft Do operating for system for dummies. I, have a lot I of think dummies. I have a CHST for it's, dummies. I literally have like a thousand dummies books. I didn't know they had an ASP for dummies. Yeah, so they don't, they don't have the, like the, the, the actual ASP for dummies. Oh, you're talking about Mometrics. It's, Mo a, it's, it's Mo yeah, metrics. It's Mometrics. So it's yellow, gotcha. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's yeah. that yellow book with yeah, the picture. And, and so yeah. it's it's so it's, I took I bought that book for the ASP. It had about 600 questions in there and a self assessment. I paid for the self assessment to find out. You know, it's supposed to tell you where those weak areas are at from the board of certified safety professionals, and then I utilized. Um, a, a, some some printouts that I had to just study over just any type of vague material that might be involved in, in the right. exam. So um, I use all three of those for the ASP. Um, absolutely none of them really attributed to any any help whatsoever. So then how'd the, you pass the, the test? Exam. He's a genius, bro. Do you not understand? <laughs> so walking upon he's a god walking among men. So the good thing about the the, the study material that I found was it. Um, even though it might not exactly correlate right down to the exam itself, it it's a, it puts you in a, in a mental state to where um, this is at the forefront of your attention span, right? So you're mm -hmm. you're think your your gears are shifting into the safety realm, and that's the that is the hardest part to do if you're a safety professional, 
and you're working in some of the dynamics that all three of us have worked in where you're not only working for a company that has their own safety policies, procedures, procedural guidelines implemented, you're providing a service to a customer that has their own right. safety procedural guidelines and implementations. And then you have OSHA and then ISO, you know, oh, it, you, you have all those. So yeah. you, you have to literally unlearn everything that you know and that you do on a daily basis and go back to the core fundamentals of like Cal OSHA, um, 19 and then 1910 fed OSHA and, and the international standards. So you have to unlearn all that and then go back to this because this is what the exam is going to be on. It's not going to be on, you know, what you do on a day-to-day basis right. where, um, you know, a certain employers might set the bar up way above any expectation. That way, when you, when you look at that Swiss cheese model and you're falling through the cracks, you're always going to, you're always going to land above that bar of way Cal OSHA. Or fed that, OSHA. Yeah. So it's a standard practice, but it's, it's something that, that pulls away from that, that, that you'll have to unlearn. So that's what I found most beneficial about the study material. It, it gets you, you get your mind geared, right? Yeah. Um, not really correlating to anything that you're actually going to see. You're not going to read something in a, in a self-assessment or, or pre-test or any, um, pocket prep exam material that you're going to see word for word on an exam. Yeah. In my experience for both the ASP and CSP. For the uh, CSP, I, I downloaded an app. So there was an app by Pocket Prep. Yep. They Pocket have Prep. one for ASP and CSP. It was 50 bucks. They guaranteed that if you didn't pass the the exam and you went through all 600 questions, study prep questions that, that they had, that they would reimburse you the cost of not the exam, but the app itself. So they okay. gave you your 50 bucks back. Oh, okay. So I, I utilized that and um, the self-assessment. Did you, did you, did you do that? Okay. So that's some, we probably should add this, this as well. Cause I just thought about this as you were talking. Did you do the test by itself or did you do the test with the retest if you failed? Cause that's a slight, a little bit more. Wait, there's two options. Yeah. When you so you can it? go, there, I want, no, don't quote there, me. There is two options. Yeah. So you can go for let's uh, like my ASP. I, you know, I was, I was in a bad place. They're pretty I much like, just, Hey, how confident do you feel? Do you want to spend money? No you're not joke. It is, uh, is a that's double crazy. down. Like it's a no joke. It, that's what I did. I was, I was unemployed. Hey, that's and I was kind like, of Man, gangster. It's probably the worst time for me to take a test. Like I'm worried about paying my bills. Why am I taking a really difficult test? It's so like, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll just double down. I'll just pay the, I think it's like 150 bucks Yeah. for, I think just for the ASP. So it was like 350 to like five, I think. Is what it came out to. It's like fast food. When yeah. you want to switch from the large to the medium, and there's yeah, only like, like a thirty-five cent district. If you fail, difference. so they'll. And I think that know, was a good. I think it was a good I'll point because if, you, if you study hard, you're passing. You're like, okay, well, I just wasted one hundred fifty bucks, but it's better to have that that like you know that insurance in the blackjack. That's oh, crazy. I got that insurance. Yeah, that's just what you're doing. You're buying insurance. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Buying insurance. Dang. So if I remember correctly, it's somewhere in the ballpark at three fifty, three seventy-five. If you're just gonna sit for the exam. Uh, it's six hundred dollars for yes. the package where it gives you uh, a single sit for the exam, the self assessment, and then a retest. And a retest if, if you, you fail. fail. Yeah. So you could do a, that one time bucks. fee of that that three seventy five or the the six hundred. But then if you fail, you do the three seventy five. You fail. You still now you, you got to wait do, six months. Yeah, you have to between. wait six months. Yeah. Even if even if you paid for the retest, even if you bought the six hundred dollars package, it's, I think it's, it's a three months. It's, it's a standard. Months? But yeah, I, that kind of makes sense. Though. I think it might be three months. I like that they force you to wait, kind of. I mean, yeah, but if, if you, you didn't that, pass, then go. You need to. You probably need some time to study. Yeah, which I mean, it's good. You know, I don't know. Maybe not. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. I, you could be right. I don't know if it's three months or six months. But something like that. But you you yeah, do have a cool down a, period. Yeah, you do. You have a cooling off period, and you have to wait um, before you can attempt again. But that's what. So let's say I didn't buy the insurance, and I paid the. Th- let's just say it's three fifty, and I fail. Now what? I got to restart from the beginning and do no, no, no. New, you you get the cool down and buy then you the insurance. Can, I didn't buy the oh, retest. You did buy the I, didn't, I didn't pay the retest fee. You had to pay the retest that fee. <laughs> that's that's cool that we're terming this insurance. That's what it is. That's it what is. it is. It's yeah. insurance. You failed. You, it's all right. Yeah. You can take it. Astro, he knows yeah. insurance well. So, yeah, yeah. So that's. I mean, I don't want that to make that sound because previously I stated that it, when you know when it came to the ASP, I took a term off of school. Yeah, did a lot of uh, study prep, and then for the CSP, I just said I'm gonna shoot my shot. Uh, for the listeners, don't get it twisted. Just because I had um, paid for that six hundred dollar package, it wasn't like I was just gonna. Hey, I got another one lined up. If yeah, I fail, you still, I'm just you still gonna do go due diligence. No, no sure. I just that's you, a terrible idea. That's, yeah, that's not a good. Don't do that. Like that's not. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's okay. I gotta not, fail. Yeah, why would you? Why would you want to force yourself to sit down for four hours yeah. twice? Apartment pop. Yeah, and you will go through an emotional roller coaster. So I'm. I'm. The, the listeners won't know, but I'm heavily tattooed, and you know. No. When you uh, sit for a, a long sitting and you're getting tattooed, you know, if it's in a painful spot, you'll be clenching certain muscle groups the entire time. And then by the time you're done in a four or five hour sitting, you stand up and you're literally exhausted. Uh-huh. It's it's the only thing that I can actually correlate the same emotional roller. That same feeling I get from that is the same feeling I get from that emotional roller coaster of the, the highs and lows and going through that exam. And, and then you, you click the, that submit button. Yeah. You're all, mm, <laughs> you kind of think about it two, three times. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good. That's that's probably like the most like like suspenseful thing I've ever done. You're like, <laughs> okay, here we go. That's pretty bad if that's the most suspenseful <laughs> thing you've done, Joe. I mean, I've done that's... everything, but I don't know. Well, okay. it's, it, it is, it's, it's pretty. It is very suspenseful. I guess because it, it, the, the, the cost was so high for yeah. me, it wasn't like oh, like everything else. I was like, oh, cool. If I die, I die. Whatever. But I know you've done some more crazier stuff. Tonight. I've done a lot of crazy <laughs> things, but I guess I just normalized all those things. But yeah, I mean, okay, so. So we talked about study material, right? The pocket prep, span, metrics. Um, of course, if if they're supposed to just reveal those weak areas that kind of help you like, okay, well, I'm weak in this specific um, blueprint, as they call it. I need to start focusing and, and you know, kind of buff, buffer that area. But as far as I think you kind of alluded to it already, like how does this translate into like the real world? Like, first of all, like how does that experience and knowledge help you in the in the career that you're in now? Like what you do in your, your average job? And then like a follow-up question is, how do you see that helping you in your career down the road? Before like, we get to that really serious stuff, can I ask a dumb question? No, of course. Every question. I just want to know, this is what I thought when you took the test. Like, can you give an, maybe not, I don't know if you're allowed because of your tenants or whatever to give us like questions, but like, are these like word problems? Are they like true or false questions? Are they multiple choice? Like what kind of, so, what are they asking you? Like, I, I just was curious, like, what does a question from the CSP look like? So that would be, that would be, that would, would conflict with the board of certified safety professionals. Um, I figured code, it code would. Ethics for me to actually give you verbatim a question that but was like, on the test. Like an but example so, of something. So everything I can, st- I, yeah, I can still answer some of your, that a portion of those questions. Yeah. Everything is multiple choice. Okay. The entire thing is multiple choice. When you do run into word problems, and if you are challenged in arithmetic or math, mm-hmm. um, you, you're probably going to have a hard time. Because uh, when you come to, I forget what they call it on the, the certain modules when you're doing your self-assessment, um, it, it, it's, uh, but the, 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 the portion of it that encompasses 
any type of math or or science is is uh, combined into a certain uh, module or, or or section. And um, if you have a hard time with 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 math, focus on every other area in ACE and all that because um, those those problems are word problems and they're pretty super complex. So uh, in the self-assessment material and the study material, they'll give you formulas. They'll tell you how to set the problem up. When you run into it on the test, um, they're going to give you a bunch of variables and math is all about rules. The Mm -hmm. arithmetic is not really that hard, but you have to remember how to set up the problem and then the sequence that you have to follow to solve that problem. Um, you can do two pages worth of work to find out that there is no answer, that the answer is undefined. And, you know, you just see steam coming out of your ears, <laughs> but yeah, you'll do that much work to find out the answer is undefined. So you'll find that a lot. And that most of that is related to the industrial hygiene portion of, um, the test, which is probably in that wheelhouse that they consider science, yeah. um, because you're, you're finding tolerance levels, you know, permissible exposure levels and, yeah, and time, weighted, time weighted averages and all yeah. that stuff. So you're, that that's that's pretty much is there um, like a scenario questions there is there is some there's some there's some scenario questions there's some that ask you know hypothetically they'll ask you you know if you're uh if you see johnny on the spot uh doing this um you know what do you do what what is your 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 reaction to that and you'll know Matt, because you've taken the the NREMT exam is that's all scenarios almost right. Yeah. So they'll do that. They'll they'll put there's almost any multiple choice question. So if I could, so let me just circle back real quick to to study prep material. Um, if I could usher any advice to anybody getting ready to take any of these exams, study test taking um, mm-hmm. skills. Um, set yourself up systematically for learning how to take tests. If you look at some study material on YouTube about how to approach multiple choice questions where you're going to have a 50, 50 and and you're going to pick two that are automatically, they're just so obvious that they're, they're not the answer. And then you got that last two, it's a 50, 50 shot in the dark. Um, Practice that practice um, test taking skills do that, that, that will be worth its weight in gold when you go sit for these exams, because the entire thing is multiple choice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, um, I, I, I know I asked John this personally, but I know we should probably definitely tell people, cause I know this is, I guess some information that I was told that was, did not hold to be true. was that I was told when I was first started to get all my certifications that the, the quote unquote equations for whatever problem that you're dealing with is on the test. That they give it to you. So coefficient of friction, all this other stuff. From my understanding, and again, John, I'm sure you can you can allude to this more, is that none of those equations, you have to memorize them or just remember at least a handful of them to at least get part uh, get partial, partially through the math portion. That's crazy. That, that's 100% true. Yeah, because yeah. I, I was told like, oh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, There's I was no like, asking, yeah, is it on the ASP? No, no not, not one. I had to remember all of them. And they're asking me like, okay, well, you know, what's the... You know, well, the coefficient friction is easy. I'm trying to think of the one that's uh, everybody gonna kick me for this one, but it's um, every time you every time you double it, every, it goes in half every time. I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. I'll remember as soon as we get off this podcast. You'll you'll see. But yeah, they'll ask you stuff like that. <laughs> All right, thank you. That answered my question. Now you can get to Joe's real question. 
Which I don't. Does, do you need him to repeat it? Yeah. What was it? Well, first, of, let's start with the first one. Like, how do you see this kind of like translating into your career? Like, as far as you know, the knowledge that you had to study for, I guess. How do you see it actually being ap- applicable to you know the real world that you that you already have experience in? So that's a good question because you're gonna have. So if you think about the dynamics of the safety world, you're going to have like your, your typical normal safety guy or gal, they took an OSHA 30 class or something like right. that. And, you know, they got a general idea of what safety is. You know, they can, they can pick something out of, of, of a situation and say, that's not good. And Hey, let's stop doing that. Something like that. Um, you know, it, it all depends on, on, what the dynamics of your role are. Of course. Uh, I mean, at at the entry level, I doubt you're going to use any of your CSP skills. So the ASP was a lot of industrial hygiene, uh, a lot of that math. Um, The CSP was a little bit less of that, focus on safety standards um, and and, um, just just international guidelines. So uh, it it all depends on what you do on a a daily basis. If 90% of this, for me personally, 90% of this stuff is not applicable. Yeah, applicable <laughs> on <laughs> on what I do, uh, you know, on a day to day basis. Yeah, it doesn't. It's just a, um, it, it it's a stripe on your sleeve to say, yeah. okay, I've, I've done it. You know, uh, I've accomplished this goal, or I've reached this this paramount juncture in in um the field that I've chosen to to set my discipline in. But um, you know, it's uh most of the stuff that for the ASP and CSP, um, you're not looking at entry level safety techs. I mean, yeah. you shouldn't even pa- you, really, honestly. So it 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 will probably correlate into that that statement that they only look at what would you say thirty percent mm-hmm. of the applicants, yeah. because um, you'll have people that go in there and get these, and they're you know they're they are they're firewatch. You know, there's something you know, or they they. They filled out the 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 uh, application fraudulently or something like that, you know. Which you know, it, it, another thing too, when you when you fill those out, you'll the BCSP is pretty forgiving on what they'll accommodate as far as safety experience. So yeah. I had experience in the Marine Corps, so you talk about firearm safety, um, all the stuff involved with that, and then corrections. So um, you know your job is almost a hundred percent, you know, resolved around, um, keeping individuals safe that are housed inside of that facility. Um, so they'll, even if you work security, you, you can, you can accommodate that, um, to a certain percentage. Broadly, of safety. Yeah. yeah. So, and they're pretty forgiving about that. So if you want to apply for that, they'll, they'll, they'll do that. But, um, you know, as far as, uh, <laughs> as far as your career goes, uh, if you're going to, if you're gonna spend the time, effort, and and um, funds to go do something like this, make sure that you're working for an employer that values it. Yeah, hundred percent. Just as much as the effort and time and effort and money that you're putting into it, make sure that employer values it just as much as you do. Or you got something lined up to where yeah, there's somebody else that there's values a, it just a step as forward, much. Yeah, yeah. Because we're not again, we're not doing this for fun. Just for fun. It is not. Nobody no. does. Just taking the CSB for funds easy. No, whatever. Yeah. Maybe maybe you've got the money. Yeah. Oh, just so you know, it's inverse square law. That's what I was. Is that thinking. the one you're thinking of? That's the one I was thinking of. Inverse square law. I was like, my dude, it's gonna be on the tip of my tongue. Sure enough. 
Um, okay, and then so down the road. Okay, so we talked about obviously. It, I mean, of course, it's like it's everything. It's all relative to where where what your position. And obviously, if you're tech, and you know maybe mid mid level, and you're trying to make that break into the into maybe management, that might be something that you could leverage. Uh, I know I've seen a lot of careers or a lot of job postings like, oh, you want to be at this level, you have to have either an ASP, CSP, or I know they have a whole bunch of other certifications that you may qualify to, for those positions. But down the road, um, how do you think, let's say we get into that manager's position, how do you feel that CSP is going to help you further down the road and further your career? That all depends on where you're at. It, it really does. I mean, um, there's several different um, disciplines that you can go into in safety. So, um it, it 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 all depends. Uh, that that's a pretty vague question and pretty broad because if in our uh, in our realm of discipline, you can you can be an SME in in whatever area that you want to set your sights on or, or yeah. focus to. Um, that'll have a big impact on where you're going to go to work or set your sights on an, a certain employer. Um, if you want to specialize, SME is the acronym for subject matter expert. Uh, for those that don't know, so if you're if you're going to uh, do something like that. Um, yeah. So that, that, that broad knowledge base is going to assist you in that. Um, but you know, we can circle this all the way back to our education versus experience podcast yeah. where, um, I think that education is where it plays its part in if you are into an upper level or mid management level, uh, to where you're interacting with, um, you know, corporate level or, or on a customer base, uh, upper management level people, then you need to be able to articulate, um, have the, the verbiage, right. um, you know, the vernacular to sit there and, and speak with them. Um, and, and that's all gained through, um, you know, those of us that have, you know, I don't want to say idolize, um, higher education, but put some time, effort, and money into into higher education and developing our education. Yeah, because all it really does is give you a a higher degree or level of sophistication to look at things with. Uh, yeah. Once you get an education, that's that's really all it is. I mean, you you process things a lot more deeper. It's really all it it gives you. But um, that's that's a that's a that's a tough question, and it's, and it's one that me personally, I'm still in this journey, so I'm of course, still trying 100%. to. I'm still trying to figure out. Um, well, because I think, uh, and, I, and let me and let me just make sure I, I just clarify the reason why I asked that question is because I guess when I first started, and again when a lot of my experiences when I was at, at the at the entry level was it was seen that CSPs were gods. You know, I remember going on a lot of job sites, and Matt might remember this as we were on a job site, and then one of our coworkers, went, oh my god, he's got a CSP. You know, it wasn't until like I got my CHST that I was kind of like, oh okay, it wasn't it wasn't maybe as I'm not that sought after, but it wasn't as um, highly prized. I, highly I just looked at it with different eyes. It wasn't like, oh my god, you have a CSP. Oh my god, you must know everything about safety. I realized as I as I developed my education and my certifications that CSPs are are great. Uh, you know, not to you know undo anybody's uh, you know hard work and, and effort, but you know it's a great achievement. But it's not the end all be all, and I I think that what I've seen is some people that's, that's the end of their career. I got my, my bachelor's master's, whatever. I got my, my, my CSP. Cool. I am done learning about safety and I'm just going to kind of not ride the the coattails, but kind of 
you know, get la- uh, uh, lackadaisical with their mm-hmm. with their education furthering on down the road. Like, oh, I don't need to worry about all this stuff. I'm just going to focus on, well, I got a CSP. And they kind of use that as their their one go-to. Well, I have a CSP. You don't. You don't know anything. I'm smart. You're dumb. Right? And I think that's, again, that's kind of why I wanted to kind of give that people like, oh, I, I feel like it's, it is a, it's a huge benchmark and a, and a great accomplishment but nowhere near like the end of anybody's career as far as at least knowledge and education and experience. Like I said, I've, I've seen a lot of people get the CSP and that's it. Okay. Well, I got CSP and I can kind of like uh, kick my feet back up and, and just kind of, kind of ride the gravy train from there. So that's the reason why I ask. I figured like that's going to be, hopefully people listening to this will be like, okay, well, yeah, I got my CSP. Cool. But what else can I learn or what can I do within the safety realm and kind of look outside the box and kind of maybe either give back or other stuff like that. Cause that's again, that's that was like, you remember that? It was not, it was no, like, I I definitely know what you're talking about. That's yeah, that's, uh, that was like the thing. Like, oh my god, he's got a CSP. Right? Yeah, and then I, now you're like, oh, okay, so you have a CSP. Okay, cool. I mean, I still hold CSP in very high regards. Of course, I feel and like I, if you I'm got CSP, you're you're it's definitely just, like in the top percentage. Yeah, percentile. You're like, okay, you know some things, mm-hmm. but you don't know everything. Whereas, Nobody knows everything. Well, back in the day, you that's what that was the perception. A lot of people, oh, CSP. Wow. And then again, I've seen people even at, at the level that, you know, like I wasn't obviously don't have a CSP, but I've seen people go, yeah, I have a CSP. You don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Like I'm a subject, I, I'm a subject matter expert. I have 10 years of specified experience in this field. You have zero, but just because you have a certification, you can use that to tout it over me. And I mean, that goes back into leadership and stuff like no, that. I can but. see that. It's a, that's a different thing. It makes sense. Thing. So now that I've had, I've had a little bit of time to marinate on that question mm. while you guys were talking, right? So it 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 definitely. I'll go back to like the 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 degree of sophistication that you you analyze things with, right? So, um, with uh, so if we talk about and we look at different different elements of the in in a hierarchy of a of a safety career, if you have like a, a field level guy. And they're looking at at something that might be a, a procedural guideline deviation or something. You know, their their immediate thought process is stop that. They're not thinking about, you know, what are we going to do with this? They're they're thinking about what are we going to do with this guy? You know, deviated from um, compliant driven behavior. Right. Let's drive this compliant driven behavior, and and that's it. That's that's pretty much where that 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 that. that tunnel vision goes those mm-hmm. blinders come on and that's what they focus on once you once you evolve up into the upper echelon of safety and, and you get into a mid-management or management level you're looking at things in a whole different mindset so you're you're not looking at putting fires out like a field safety professional guy would yes. look at you know you know you're fighting wars winning battles every day but you, you really never you know culminated on stopping the whole confrontation to begin with the whole campaign. Right. Yes. Uh, so once you get up into, to those levels of, of how you analyze and look at things, um, especially with, the, with the ASP and CSP, uh, I'd say the ASP is more, more technical. CSP was more, um, just, uh, looking at things and, and, um, process them, processing them differently and understand having a, a a more breadth of understanding of, of international standards and, and uh, what that looks like as far as what compliance looks like. But when you get up into, um, you know, that organic evolution of a, a safety professional, you, you just start processing things differently. 
um, you see an issue and it's like, okay, this is not where we want to be. How do we fix this? You know, and then how do we go about fixing this? Uh, how do we prevent it's it's all proactive and forward thinking approach. Yes. Where whereas most of your entry level safety guys do not have that 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 type of mindset. They might be formally schooled in it, but they don't know it in practice. Right. In theory they know it, but they don't know it in practice. Um so you have that too. Like you have that with your tenureship through um your experience working in safety as a professional through the years coming up and then gaining these certifications and all that. You you just start to process things differently, look at them differently. Um, you, you start to realize that, uh, you know, um, you know, a safety culture is, is, is something that's gonna, um, have a longer attrition rate than compliant driven behavior because compliant driven behavior, um, is based off of fear from, from, uh, Sounds like a, one of our earlier episodes. That's interesting. It's it's based off that of fear remember. of consequences and repercussions. 100%, yeah. So, you know, it's like, yeah, I can come out here and deliver you a new procedural guideline and say, hey, this is the new law, and then that's how I drop it on you. And then, you know, you're going to have people that of are course. compliant because they're they're fearful of consequences and repercussions for that. But if you give them the why behind it and you sell them on it, um, you're going to develop much more buy-in. Yes, 100%. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what we're looking for and. I think it's I think that's great. A lot of great tips, a lot of good a lot of useful information. I think a lot of people I think yeah. a lot of people don't really understand what it what it takes to get into these things and this I, is gonna be such a like every time I hear this literally this question comes up like once a week. All in the, the time, forum. dude. Especially it's, on like Reddit. How do I study? What did you guys use to study? What does the CSP look like? What does the ASP look like? I'm just gonna say, listen to this episode. Yeah, listen, listen to, to, to it, bro, this episode. Everything. And again, I I I cannot stress enough that it's it, it's a lot of information that I didn't know. You know, a lot of the stuff I learned as soon as I got it, I was like, oh, I didn't know about, oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, I don't know. And then you see the real life. Again, you you hear about it. Okay. I, oh, yeah. A hundred bucks. Yeah, that's not that bad. And then when it hits, you're like, oh, wait. Oh, this is at a bad time. It's it's in, you actually go through it. It's a different story. And so I think this is, again, this will help a lot of people who are either planning to get a new certification or studying for a new certification. It will give them the tips and, and tricks on, okay, well, what do I need to do? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? How do I go about doing it? Again, John, we appreciate you coming on this. Yeah, this thanks, John, for coming show. in. And it's always been always a great pleasure having you come in here and give us your insights. And congratulations again, dude. Again, it's awesome. Accomplishment. I mean, I it's not it. that big of a deal. I mean, <laughs> I'm no. kidding. It's a big it's, deal. Since the last time I got here, it was yeah. a bachelor's degree and a CSP in the, Boom. since the last time he was on. So Yeah, that's in, great. In culmination, uh, you know, just closing on one thing that, that I would recommend for people is that pocket prep. Um, you know, it's the cheapest, it's the most questions. It's 600 questions. Well, let's see if we can get them as a sponsor for this episode. Yeah. And then I'll cut out. If not, I'm going to cut that out though. <laughs> You're like, Beep. yeah, yeah, definitely go for that. You got right. experience with that. I've showed it to you. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. It's right here. I got it right here. Uh, in closing, hit us up on uh, the culture of safety at gmail.com yeah. Facebook the culture of safety Instagram the popular safety guys Reddit the popular safety guys right yeah the popular safety guys also the the safety there's a, a couple of the safety um, subreddits in there that were yeah safety, safety professionals, professionals is one of the more active ones um, and thanks you thank you everybody that's reached out to us we've gotten a few emails and instant messages and DMs and stuff like that recently. Um, so thank you guys for that. And if you can leave us a five star review on iTunes, uh, if that's what you're listening on or Spotify or whatever Spotify, it might Stitcher, be. Yeah. 
Check and, out our uh, OnlyFans. Yeah. No, no OnlyFans, but uh, you don't want to see softcore, unsafe work behaviors. No. Thank okay, you, everybody, for uh, <laughs> listening to the show. We appreciate it, and uh, have a good New hey, Year. You guys have a good New Year. Stay safe. Happy New Year's, everyone.